Welcome to the Boss Chick Podcast hosted by Kimmy Jane. Hello everyone and welcome to today's episode where I'm talking all about Atomic Habits by James Clear. It is one of the best books I feel like I've ever read about building habits and you know breaking old habits and I have jotted down some of the key messages and key takeaways that I got from the book and I want to share them with you all today because if you're interested in shaping your habits on a daily basis to lead to big results and positive change then today's episode is definitely for you. All right let me just bring up my notes and we'll get straight into today's episode. Okay, the first note I have, which was on page 65, is to ask yourself, does this behavior help me become the type of person I wish to be? So one of the first steps in building better habits is to actually review the kinds of habits that you already have. For example, you could write down something like uh, 6 a.m., wake up, have a shower, have breakfast, brush teeth, go to work. You know, super simple. And then you can write down the habits that you have after you get home from work, like eat dinner, do the dishes, have a shower, go to bed, or whatever it is that your routine is. And what the book teaches you to do is to identify what kind of habits you do every day that you might not even realize you do. For example, like wake up, turn off alarm, start scrolling on your phone, which may or may not be the best habit, but a lot of us do it, right? So the first step is to identify your habits so you can see what you want to potentially eliminate or tweak slightly or where you might be able to build in some new habits into your routine. All right, the second point I have from James Clear's book is on page 70, which is people who make a specific plan for when and where they will perform a new habit are more likely to follow through. Sounds so simple, but if you do it, it actually works. So basically, this means that the more you plan to do a certain action at a specified time, day and place, the more likely you are to do it. Just say you want to build exercise into your week more regularly instead of just saying okay uh, I want to go to the gym a few times this week you should be saying or you could be saying okay every night this week after work at 6 p.m I'm going to go to zap fitness and I'm going to exercise for 45 minutes see how specific that was and you should literally write it down in your phone Because if you mentally map out the path to get from A to B at the beginning of the week or before you need to do that action, then your mind can kind of go into overdrive mode and you're just going to see it through. But if you wait till the end of the day to decide whether you're going to go to the gym or not, you might have not packed your gym gear, you might not be bothered, you don't really know if that's what you want to do, and then other Things can pull you in different directions that you just may not end up exercising. So if you want to build a habit, you have to be specific about it. Date, time, length of time doing the habit. 
and all of that jazz. Okay, another point from the book that I enjoyed was on page 72, which said that being specific about what you want and how you will achieve it helps you say no to things that derail progress, distract your attention and pull you off course. So this is kind of tying into the previous habit, but just say you want to quit drinking or smoking. You need to be very specific about why you want that and make it part of your identity. So if you don't want to be a drinker anymore because you want to go on a health cleanse or a health kick or something, then you need to be very specific and basically be like, okay, on weeknights, I do not drink alcohol. On weekends, I'm allowed to have one or two or whatever it is that's in line with your goals. And that way, just say it's midweek and one of your friends reaches out and says, hey, we're all going to the bar for knockoff drinks on Wednesday. Want to come? Well, then you can say to yourself, well, I already, I'm someone who doesn't drink during the week and going to a bar will prevent me from achieving that goal. So I'm just not going to go. I mean, to each their own. You can do what you want, but that's sort of like the messaging that I got from the book. Another point I found useful, which was on page 74, is that one of the best ways to build a new habit is to identify a current habit you already do each day and then stack your new behavior on top. This is called habit stacking. I actually love this. I think this is the best tip out of the entire book. So basically, add a new habit onto something you already do. I'm going to give a random example. Just say you want to do you want to do 30 squats a day. What you should do is add it onto something you know you already do every single day. For me, I shower every single morning. Every morning without fail, I have a shower around 7. So, if I wanted to habit stack, I would say, okay, as soon as I get out of the shower and dry off, I'm going to do 30 squats straight away. Because you're there, you have time, you know, you're not wearing constrictive clothing, go for it. Another example might be when I go to when I go to bed, I read five pages of my book. Because you know every night you're going to get into your bed. So why not add something on top of that? You have a book next to your bed on a bedside table and you say, okay, I'm in bed now. All right, I'm going to read five pages of a book and so forth. Because then you can kind of sneakily build in new habits into your existing habits. Okay, another point, which was on page 82, was that motivation is overrated. Environment matters more. Environment is the invisible hand that shapes human behavior. I think this makes so much sense. In life, achieving your goals can be less about your actual motivation and more about whether your environment is actually conducive to achieving your goals. Just say you... I mean, these are pretty basic examples. I've got to think of something else other than exercise and eating healthy. But anyway... For example, just say your goal is to lose weight, but 
in your kitchen and your pantry, you have got junk food galore. You have got chips and chocolate. You've got deep fried, you know, food that can be deep fried. You've got just a whole kitchen full of naughty, calorie rich food. That does not align with your goal, which is to lose weight. So if your environment is working against you, that means you have to use more of your you know, internal motivation to stick to your goals. And that's hard. So what this book is saying is your environment needs to help you achieve your goals. So if your goal is to lose weight, get rid of all of the junk food out of your kitchen because then you don't even need motivation anymore because the temptation to eat bad food doesn't even exist because you don't even have the option to eat bad food if your uh, kitchen is only filled with fruits and vegetables and whole grains and so on. This is great. I think that this is one of uh, the book's very easy and straightforward tips. And if you are looking to build a habit into your life, try and create an environment that's going to really help you to do that. Just say you want to become better at networking. Well, then you need to be in an environment that's going to give you the opportunity to improve your networking skills. And what does that look like? That might look like going to more networking events. It might look like spending more time in your workplace's cafeteria and getting used to speaking to other people that you don't usually speak to from different departments. You know, it's putting yourself in the right environments or creating the right environment for your goals. Okay, the next tip was on page 86 and this is if you want to make a habit a big part of your life, make the cue a big part of your environment. So again, talking about environment here, a really good example for this is just say you want to make reading a book a big part of your life or you want, sorry, you want to make reading a habit, then you need to make the cue to read very obvious and a big part of your life. So instead of having your favorite book tucked away upstairs on the bookshelf, you should put the book on the couch or right next to your bed or wherever you find yourself sitting a lot of the time because then you're going to see the cue to read and you're going to be more likely to reach for the book than if it was upstairs tucked away where you don't even see and you're not even reminded of reading your book. Okay, the next tip, which is on page 90, is it is easier to build new habits in a new environment because you are not fighting against old cues. So what this means is that sometimes you need to put yourself in a new environment to be able to break old habits and create new change. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. And a way to do this is by, for example... Just say you are working from home and the living room is where you have decided to work from home, but you find yourself getting really distracted by your phone, TV, your your pets, whatever. Because in your mind, your living room is meant to be the place of rest and relaxation. It's not where your brain has associated work with, and yet that's where you've decided to work. So you're, going, you're giving yourself mixed signals. So if you want to create a new habit and create change, just say it's to work and focus more at home when you're working from home or you're working on a particular project or your own side hustle, then you have to move around. 
and it can be really tough in an apartment or small house but making maybe the kitchen bench is where you work or sitting I don't know on a different spot in the living room that's purely dedicated for focus and work and only sitting on the couch if it's purely for relaxation and play so sometimes you've got to put yourself in a new environment for change and that might be just simply a new room it might be a new job it might be a new relationship who knows it might be a new gym it might be a different supermarket <laughs> so you buy different food the list is endless okay um next tip which is on page 92 which is disciplined people are better at structuring their lives in a way that does not require heroic willpower and self-control this kind of ties back to one of the earlier points which is that you need to create habits and your life in a way that requires little to no motivation or willpower to live the life that you want to live so like i said if you want to eat healthily don't put junk food in your fridge because then it removes the option if you want to exercise more then put your sneakers and your gym gear at the end of your bed so when you wake up everything's prepared and all you have to do is get dressed and go out the door so disciplined people are just better at structuring their lives to better serve them it's not about willpower it's about creating a life that's just and a system that's really easy to follow through and removing the barriers to success. And the last tip I'm going to share from the book, which was on page 123, is one of the most effective things you can do to build better habits is to join a culture where number one, your desired behavior is the normal behavior, and number two, you already have something in common with the group. So I'm going to use saving money as an example. Now, what this point is talking about is surrounding yourself with like-minded people where the habit you want to build is common, accepted and championed by that group of people. Just say you grew up in a house where your parents were terrible at saving and managing money. Money comes in, you go out and you buy a TV, you go and splurge it all and not think about tomorrow not think about the future and saving for important things and rainy days if you grow up in that kind of environment then if you want to build the habit of saving that's going to go against what everyone else in your household believes and it can be more challenging to potentially stick to a habit where it's not approved by the tribe so to speak just say you had but a way to combat that would be to maybe have a friendship group or join a, uh, I don't know, listen to a podcast or something where men and women discuss being money smart and saving and finances. Maybe you join some sort of club, finance club or group at uni or work. I don't know. I don't know if there are groups of people who talk about finances. I mean, I talk a little bit about finances with my friends, but you know what I'm saying. The point is make friends with people who are, smart with their money who have invested that have done well for themselves people that you kind of not just aspire to be like but people where the habit you are wanting to build is accepted and already implemented in the into their daily lives it's like again wanting to eat healthy if there's two friendship groups you have there's the healthy 
gym goers, you know, 6am gym class, green smoothie group. And then there's the get drunk on a Friday and have KFC for breakfast. <laughs> Who are you going to hang out with? You're going to hang out with the healthy group because they're going to help you stay on track with your eating habits. They're going to keep you motivated and inspired. And you're just more likely to stick to your goals if you're around other people who are doing the same thing. If all your friends are getting uh, drunk and eating Maccas every other day, how hard is it going to be for you to turn down McDonald's and not join in with the group? Because humans like to be accepted. We like to fit in. We like to be part of the norm. So, and that's why people say, you know, your five is your tribe. So like the five people you spend the most time with will influence your life and your decisions and your goals. And that is so true, which is so scary because it's like, geez, I need to be best friends or have five amazing people in my life. So I'm amazing. I mean, I don't take that literally. Um, I don't think your friends will need to be like, I don't know, CEOs or whatever, because you just need to have people in your life that you actually enjoy spending time with. Um, But the five is your tribe does have some merit because the people who you are closest to, you know, the people who are going to approve or disapprove and give comment and opinion on how you're living your life. And if there's jealousy or disparity of income or a range of factors, it can really influence, you know, you wanting to fit in and what you do with your life and your aspirations. Like if I was best friends with the CEO of Vogue or something, Well, then I feel like naturally I would almost compare myself and then I would be inspired and then I would think, how can I achieve such a level of greatness too? You know, she's done it, why can't I? And then I would start thinking outside the box about, you know, improving my career aspirations and how do I get there? And But if you were friends with a bunch of, I don't know, it's hard to say about sounding negative, but just say you were only friends with rich kids who've never had to work a day in their life who have virtually no aspirations whatsoever because they'll never have to work well then suddenly who have you got to compare with who have you got to motivate you and inspire you to do better and to reach for the stars it's just a fact of life that the people you spend time with really can influence you and I've always thought it's better to be the d student in the a class then be the A student in the D class. Anyway, that is my TED Talk for today. Um, I hope you enjoyed listening to today's episode. I hope you got some tips about how to change your daily habits and improve. I actually love the book. I highly recommend you get a copy of Atomic Habits by James Clear and read it for yourself. I've read it twice and I actually recommend reading it while you're trying to create better habits in your life because it's almost like having a friend that you talk to every other day when you read some of the pages that reminds you to keep on track like after I read a few chapters I'll find myself doing squats in the bathroom it just it just happens so highly recommend reading it thank you so much for listening to today's episode if you'd like to follow me on instagram you can follow me at kimmy underscore jane underscore or boss chick by kimmy jane thank you so much and i hope to see you all next time bye